flashback flashback stars dylan o'brien outro music the end <laughs> must i say anything more oh, flashback flashback is a movie that started my rabbit hole of dylan o'brien he is so wonderful to just look at i love a watchable face there's nothing better than a man who has a face that you just want to look at the entire time sjw struggle because in an attempt to rewrite human anatomy they do not like the fact that there are just some people we want to look at and some people we don't and for the people that we don't want to look at there's nothing you can do to make us want to look at them and i love what hollywood used to be about and let me pull back and say this part of how the vanity part of hollywood i can ride with and why can i ride with it because it enables people to fantasize to fantasize about their imagination to go into a world and say wow look at this world that this person painted for me it's beautiful people do not buy picasso because the paint's ugly now some people have that kind of you know ugly, so ugly is cute kind of vibe and sometimes it does work like that but normally people can spot the beauty dylan o'brien is a beautiful guy he is very good looking and every time you look at his face from a different angle you see something else to appreciate about him not only does he have a very just magnetizing look he can act which are two things that sjw's hate oh they cannot stand it when you look good and you have talent because it's hard to argue against that it's hard to say oh representation you're discriminating when it's like look you came and you delivered and that's the end of the story so flashback is about man what is flashback about flashback is the movie that's hard to follow i'm not gonna lie it never made me want to turn it off because of dylan o'brien okay but it's hard to follow because it's hard to follow nevertheless there's this damn drug called merc and i think it's short for mercury and it's this pill that you take and it just when you say you get messed up you get so messed up that <sighs> you get so messed up that you have illusions that flash you back in time i know i don't know i felt like i was high watching this shit but dylan o'brien guys i'm telling you if you are a woman listening to this and you probably are and even if you're a man do it go watch all his movies that's all i'm saying he's cute so bottom line is this dylan o'brien likes this and you know he has a name but i don't care because he's gonna be dylan o'brien from here on out um he likes this girl in high school now i must say this girl is not anybody to be puppying around so hard that you do drugs to be around her but he does and she's so I hate people who are super deep, but take you nowhere. You are so deep that nobody can understand what the hell you're saying. I cannot stand that. That's annoying. 
I do realize that people think that that's, you know, it, it, it gives you intrigue and makes people want to dig further, but it really wasn't anything. So they're taking this Merc and it's these four friends. It's Dylan, um, two guys and this girl. And you can tell Dylan likes her and he'll pretty much do anything to be around her. And it's basically a story of the fact that of of second chances, I guess, and how with this drug, you can go back and not do things that you shouldn't do to, you know, put yourself in a position. So Dylan, he is in present day. Present day, he's married. Present day, his mom is dying. And he takes this Merc and it starts to set him off tripping again. And his wife at one point in the movie says, oh my God, are you drawing again? Because she knows that when Dylan starts drawing, he's basically drawing things that are gonna make him start acting very manic. So he goes on these trips and it gets to the point in the movie where Dylan reunites with his two buddies from high school and he's trying to figure out, oh my God, I think her name is Alicia or something like that, but it's the girl from high school. He's trying to figure out what happened to her because one night they went to a party and they took some Merc. Usually the Merc is like black with a white smiley face on it, but this Merc they took that night was like uncut, like pure Merc. And this pill was black with a smile face on it. And I'm just trying to figure out, you know, when I was younger, I just, I don't understand. Like, in what world does taking a pill just feel like the right thing to do? I mean, this isn't even like a dare commercial. It's just that if somebody hands me a, a pill that's black with a smiley face on it, I don't know if I want to take that. I just don't think I want to take that. So anyway, <laughs> they take pure Merc. And that night, they all trip out. I mean, trip to the point where... They are living inside of a trap house as homeless people. And they get up every day just to go get some Merc and come back, take the Merc, pass out, just to wake up, to go take. I mean, they beyond, they are beyond crackhead. They are just, um, just, I don't even know what you call this. So in order to see if he remembers what happened to Alicia because they think she died or whatever her name is, I might be getting that name wrong. But, um. He starts murking again and he goes back and the cryptic things that she says start to all of a damn sudden make sense. Um, his mom is in present day. His mom is terminally ill. She only has days to live. So and they don't really have a good relationship because when he got on Merc, it severed their relationship because he started tweaking out. And, you know, he was never home and she couldn't understand him anymore. And it just drew, drove a rift through them. But when he got on the Merc and the girl's little cryptic hints that she would leave for him would um, start to make sense. He realized that he could Merc himself back to a place where he wouldn't have to make the decision that he made. So, for instance, if you if you made a decision to get so drunk that you was late for your presentation and you lost the merger deal, he would be able to Merc back and not get sloppy drunk and go and close the deal and do a good job. He would be able to go back and not do this and that. Well, he marked himself all the way back to the first time that he, to the time he was on the roof with Alicia or the girl. I don't know why I want to call her Alicia, but anyway. Um, and he said, I understand what you're saying now in so many words and I'm leaving. Because that was his first excursion into to that whole under crackhead world. And he didn't want to do that. He didn't 
he was for some reason able to see how his life was ruined by that. So he walked away from his first love, who he had it bad for. I mean, he loved her. He would follow her to hell if she would have let him. And he marked all the way back to the day in high school where he saw her in the hallway and they're like standing in the middle of the hallway. He's in the middle of the hallway. She's at the window about to go down into this storage room where she and the other two guys are down there doing the drugs. And instead of following her like he did the very first time he did Merc with them, he turns around and goes back the other way. And somehow he, you know, comes back to this. He, he flashes back all the way until he sees a vision of his mom and him in a loving relationship where he's like one years old and they have this love fest and he goes back to the hospital and the results of all the better decisions to be made makes his mom come out of the dementia long enough to recognize him because she's terminally ill from the beginning of the movie but she can't remember who he is and it kills him that you know, not only his mom dying, but his mom doesn't even know who he is, you know, and so that breaks his heart. And she has a moment of lucidity and knows who he is. And he cries, you know, and is able to share her last moments with her being literally being there. And that's pretty much it. I mean, he goes back to his wife and his wife, I think it's pregnant and all that stuff. And it's very tender and it's very sweet and all that. And <clears throat> for the story, I would just say you're going to be confused. You're not going to know what the hell is going on most of the time. You're going to see that they're high and all that stuff that's going to be obvious. But you're not going to know what's like current day, what is real, what isn't real. There's a character in there that talks like this. Yellow. Strawberry. One. Fast. Literally like that. And when things start to make sense and congeal for him, that person that's talking like blue, eight, clock, all his words start to make sense in a more rhythmic way. So he starts to talk like the blue clock is going to be on your wall and you don't want to knock that down because if you do, it's going to make your mind do that. Go back and rewrite history. You know, it's going to start actually making sense. And yeah, this movie is weird. But should you watch it for the for the binge factor of Dylan O'Brien? Absolutely so. And he's in almost every scene. So you get eye candy the entire time. And whether people like it or not, sometimes eye candy can carry you through an entire movie. And this is not an exception. So would I watch flashback? Yes. Dylan O'Brien is having a moment. I don't know if I'm having a moment or if Dylan O'Brien having a moment. But Dylan O'Brien is here with me. O'Brien. So go watch Dylan O'Brien movies because he is good. And you don't want to not know who Dylan O'Brien is because he is worth every second.